0: Are we ready to open next month? I think so. You think so? Well, it's complicated. Fire protection, first aid supplies, uniforms, safety training, mat services. Oh, and restroom supplies. So uncomplicated. Call Sentos. They'll handle all of it. Wow. One company can handle all that? That's not very complicated. So, we'll be ready? Oh, we'll be ready. Oh, I'm ready. Learn how CentOS can help you get ready for the workday. Visit CentOS.com. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you are live with me on Locked On Browns for the Thursday edition brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. I am your host of Locked On Browns, Jeff Lloyd. On Twitter, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Please subscribe. Give us that five-star review, you guys. Help me make uh, this show possible. I want you guys to be as much a part of this as listeners as I am as the host. The questions, the feedback, all you guys have been giving me so far to this point is absolutely great. Could not be more thrilled, could not be more appreciated for all you guys do. It helped me put out a great show every day. Uh, here we are. Uh, quarterback decision. Uh, thank God Hugh went the right way. Look, stop chasing down guys who are going to be career backups. And this is not a knock on Hogan. This is not a knock on Kessler. You guys are knowledgeable. They are smart. Uh, but being number one quarterbacks in the NFL... It's not something either one of them are ever going to be. Deshaun Kaiser will start in London, as it should be. Uh, every one of these guys is turning the ball over. It, it's not good by any means. Look, it, you know, I'm not out here stay, stating that Kaiser is playing any better than the other of these two guys. But this front office, they don't have a lot invested in Deshaun Kaiser, but they have a good amount. They want to see something from this investment. Uh, they're going to add like i've said many many times i do believe there will be more solid competition brought in here you know whether it's free agency or whether it's to the draft in 2018 you know for you know Deshaun there's going to be competition brought in here but get everything you can nobody else should take a snap over the next 9 games you've got to see what you got with this kid when you have a second round pick invested in him he's got the size he's got the arm strength let the kid play You know, Hugh, as far as whether or not he was trying to chase that win, you know, I understand. But look, Hugh, going two and thirty, going three and twenty-nine, these are not things that are going to change the perception of whether or not your job is going to be kept for the 2018 season, which I truly believe it is not going to be kept. So look, let the young man play. The best shot you got here right now, Hugh Jackson, at keeping your job is to develop the second-round pick and what this team has staked in him between Deshaun between Duke Johnson, between David Najoku, between Seth Devall, the these are what you need to see. This needs to be the focal point of this offense going further, just to see. Obviously, we know what the wide receiving core is. We know it's lacking. Nobody's fooled here until Corey Coleman's back. Every one of these guys is a three, a four. I doubt Kenny Britt, the light is all of a sudden gonna go back on. He's kind of mailed it in. Obviously, you know today says he ain't got no time for y'all when he talked to the press. Uh, look, just a terrible signing, you know, if you want to cut bait today from Kenny Britt, I'm fine with that. You want to say, you want to know what, I'm paying you a lot of money, you're going to sit here and this is where you're going to be for the rest of the season? I can understand that too. But look, Kenny Britt should not be a fo- or any part of this franchise moving forward. That being said, we are moving on to the Minnesota Vikings this week. Uh, interesting team. You know, playing well, playing tough, stout defense. The offense uh, d- doing, you know, enough right now when you, especially when you keep in mind that the majority of the time is, you know, the quarterback position being played by your their third string, you know, choice uh, Chase Keenum. I don't see any reason Chase Keenum will not be the starter on Sunday. Uh, between Sam Bradford, uh, he was, you know, obviously brought in after the devastating injury to Teddy Bridgewater, but almost a year and a half ago at this point. Sam, you know, week one was phenomenal. I think he's really got a good grasp of this offense. Uh, the deep, significant bone bruise in his knee. It's a tough thing to come back from. It limits his mobility. It's it's not even so much a long speed thing as it's just a, a short area quickness thing, where he can't you know beat pass rush. He can't get out of the pocket if he needs to. I doubt they're gonna you know I doubt any way he'd be playing this week. i will be surprised if he even is in London. Uh, yeah, it's a shame you know because he was really playing well. Uh, you know between him and now Teddy Bridgewater, you're not gonna bring him back in London. I think they'll give the, both of these guys the bye week, and then it's going to be a pretty interesting uh, quarterback conundrum this team's going to have going further from there, as to who's the one, who's the two, who's the three, who's going to be the starter for this team. So that's something you're going to have to look forward through, uh, you know, f- for Sunday. But Keenum's, you know, completing almost 65% of his passes, he's holding down the fort. Uh, you know, this team lost Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, a strong, phenomenal young running back. He was my number, running, number one running back in the 2017 class. I understood he had the off-field baggage. And I don't think it was so much that Dalvin Cook had off-field baggage, just that Dalvin Cook had people that he grew up with who maybe weren't the best influence in his life. And I thought he needed to get out of Florida. He needed to get as far away from his, you know, you know quote-unquote friends as possible. You know, Minnesota was a great place. If the Cleveland Browns had selected him at the selection they took to Peppers, I would have been ecstatic if they had taken him instead of David Najoku. I would have been ecstatic. I thought Cleveland would have been a great you know destination point for him. but sadly, you know uh, you know was tearing it up and then you know the misstep. the knee blew out. Uh, you know we won't see him again until the 2018 season, but the diehard Florida and guy, uh, Dalvin Cook, we missed you. heel up, buddy. Can't wait to see you on the field tearing it up. but the Cleveland Browns are lucky they won't see him this week. Uh, Like I mentioned, the, uh, you know, sponsored by mybookie.ag, you know, more than, could not be more thankful. You know, any sponsorship we get, we're truly appreciative of it. Uh, Use the promo code Locked On. they'll match any money you put in, you know, up to 100%. So, you don't want to, you know, get started this weekend, place down a couple bets. You want to go small, throw down 25, they'll match your 25. You want to go big, throw down 100, they'll match your 100, you got $200 to play with. Uh, I'm going to give you three picks this week myself. Uh, you know, for the My, uh, MyBookie.ag site, you know they do have the mobile app. Anything you need, as far as any of that covering your bets, they got you. Uh, Baltimore's a three-point favorite tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow night against Miami, I don't see it. I don't get it. Matt Moore will be starting that game. Matt Moore was significant in beating the Jets last week. Uh, you know, came off the bench for Cutler, did a fantastic job. He knows this system. He knows this team well. He knows his receivers well. Take Miami. I take Miami outright to win the game. It won't be a close one. I, I figure Miami to win by seven, by ten. Uh, second pick. I'm going to give you here. Uh, Bears at home. I mean Saints at home. Laying eight and a five. Lane eight. lane eight and a half. To the Bears. Uh, things are clicking right now for New Orleans. I think once Adrian Peterson was moved on from, was able to focal their offense. You know, Mark Ingram was going to pound the ball. Does bring some receiving skills. They love what uh, you know. Alvin Kamara brings them the rookie in the receiving game. Is running the ball as well. You know Michael Thomas, a little bit of an injury. I wouldn't be concerned about it. I expect him to be there. But Saints laying eight and a half over the Bears. Give me the Saints all day long. I'm going to give you one more here. Uh, Buffalo laying three against the Raiders at home. Uh, look for Oakland. It's almost to the point where it's getting a little late early. Huge win up Thursday Night Football week uh, last week over the Chiefs. I'm going to take Oakland here. Uh, this team. Look, David uh, Derek Carr. Huge fan, have been through the draft process. I'm gonna take the Raiders to win this one on the road in Buffalo. So Buffalo, lay three, go ahead and lay your money on the Raiders there. These picks brought to you by mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Uh, we're gonna head on back here, we'll cover a little bit more of the Vikings offense. I have some listener questions to get to a little bit later. Um, now obviously, you know, like I mentioned with Cook being out, you know, luckily for Minnesota, they were in a great position where even though you lost a guy with the talent of Dalvin Cook you were able to come back with two other established running backs and, you know they, they, nothing new here these guys have track records Jerick McKinnon seems to be flourishing even more each year it seems he brings a little bit more to the table a true dual threat back shows well in a running game shows well in the passing game uh, this past week Latavius Murray was the star with over 100 yards on a touchdown but the two previous games before that, you know, the first games without Dalvin Cook, McKinnon was able to, you know, provide you with a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. Uh, great speed on the outside. He's got the good long speed. Uh, you know, shows well in the passing game. You know, th- averages three receptions a game minimum. So, you know, definitely a threat somebody's going to have to watch out for. I think Jamie Collins is somebody's going to have to, you know, be aware of Jarek McKin- uh, McKinnon. Latavius Murray, uh, you know, had a nice year last year for Oakland. Scored a lot of touchdowns. Thing with uh, Latavius Murray is, you know, he's a big back. I mean, he's a big kid, six two, uh, you know, well over two twenty. But he doesn't run like that. He runs a lot faster. You know, the, the, the long speed he has is deceiving. You saw it last week in the hundred yard game that he had against the Ravens. He's definitely someone you're gonna have to look out for. Uh, just runs really well. You know, and and can get physical. He's going to be a tough matchup. You know, anything skill-wise here. You know, I think the skill position with Minnesota this week. I think you look at it is, you know, if you look at them all as a sum, it's greater than an individual part, and that's what you're going to have to be careful for here this week. Everybody's capable of contributing on this Vikings offense. Uh, The wide receiving core. uh, Big question here is whether or not Stephon Diggs will play this week. Had a monster couple games early on this year. Uh, again, though, another nagging injury slowed him down like it did last year. It's going to be tough to say whether or not he plays. It looked like he was going to be a go for last week. And then towards the end of the week, they pulled him, didn't hurt him. They still routed the Ravens easily. With Minnesota and Cleveland also, both of them having the buys next week, I'm not sure we're necessarily going to get to see Stefan Diggs. They might give him that extra week, uh, thinking that this is probably a winnable game here versus the Browns. So, I, I, I'd be a little bit shocked if Stefan Diggs plays this week. Uh, that being said, uh, Adam Thielen, uh, he's one of, he is probably the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL right now. Uh, you know, obviously, small school kid, you know, comes with the, you know, not much of a college career of anyone knowing him. Got into Minnesota, just did everything that was asked of him to make a team, show he can contribute. Anything they asked of him, he did, and slowly gravitated his way up and through the ranks to the fact that he's a starting receiver and most likely will put up the top statistical amount for this team this year. So Adam Thielen, you know, certainly someone you going to have to watch. I'm assuming if Jason McCourty plays, that is going to be the guy where Jason McCourty is going to, you know, have his attention to. We'll see if Jabril Peppers comes back. And, you know, as far as the high free safety look that they would like to run. Uh, the rest of the wide receiving core. let's not sleep on Laquan Treadwell or Jaris Wright. Uh, you know, Laquan Treadwell was pretty much a lost rookie season. Three receptions this uh, last week. Showing a little bit more that he's, you know, maybe, you know, like Thielen, you know, obviously coming in with a lot more invested in him. But, you know, Matt now finding his way, finding a comfort- comfortability level within the offense where he can t- contribute. This could be a week for him to shine. Jairus Wright uh, as a number four receiver. Here's a guy that's, you know, pretty much any opportunity that Minnesota chose to use him as the years have gone on. He showed well. Definitely a guy you're gonna have to, you can't sleep on. You know, the four of these wide receivers, you know, if they go forward wide receiver, you're going to get a look with McKinnon in the backfield. You can sub out, you know, take out one of these receivers. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, um, probably a lot better player at the tight end position than his numbers are showing right now. This, you know, again, harps on that at any given week, any one of these guys, including Kyle Rudolph, is capable of a breakout game. There's not a man who plays the wide receiver position or who plays, you know, the tight you know uh, like, like uh, Rudolph at the tight end position. You mix in McKinnon. You mix in um, Murray. Any one of these guys is capable of putting up 100 yards of total offense. And that's what's going to make it extremely difficult on this Cleveland Browns defense. As well as they've shown the last couple of weeks, it's really hard to single out any single guy here and say, oh, well, this is the guy we got to take away. Or, you know what, we can't let this guy beat us here. Because every one of these guys is, you know, granted they are not the top household names. None of these guys are, you know, going to be chasing down Pro Bowls or anything of that nature but they are capable of putting up a big week so you got to be careful here it's going to be really tough to defense this team Greg Williams has got his hands full you know maybe it wasn't the best week to make the trip over to London you know you know where you're taking time out for a long flight as much time as he can focus on the game is probably what he needs to do but you know don't sleep on these Vikings this offense can put up points and put up a lot of points the offensive line last year was kind of thought of as a joke. This year, they're holding their own in the run blocking game, in the pass blocking game. It's, it's gonna be a real tough, it's gonna to be one of the tougher assignments this Cleveland Browns defense has had to this point. Uh, as always, guys, I am so thankful for the listener questions. I cannot appreciate you guys enough. Your questions are what helped me, you know. This is what gets my juices flowing. You know, I know what I want to talk about, but the biggest thing with the listener questions is I want to know what you guys want to talk about. First question: Derek Sparks. Do you think the Browns still have confidence that Kaiser can be the guy? And who replaces Hugh when he's fired? I do think they have confidence in Kaiser. Obviously, you know, I, I don't think they're thrilled with Hugh benching Deshaun Kaiser for committing mistakes. To go to other guys, you know, Kevin Hogan, who through five interceptions himself. Kessler, 19 pass attempts, threw an interception himself. A heinous, terrible interception. And again... I'm not 100% saying that Kaiser's not playing these guys, but Kaiser's the one with the most invested in them. This team is 0 7. We're now going to get to listener questions, and I want to thank you guys. This is what makes, for me, the most fun part of the show. I know what I want to talk about, but the listener questions let me know what you guys want to talk about here on Locked On Browns. First one comes from Derek Sparks Do you think the Browns still have faith in Kaiser, and who do you think could be a possible replacement for Hugh? I don't see any reason why the Browns front office would change their thought opinion to this point. Uh, look, yes, Deshaun's turned the ball over. Deshaun came in when he was drafted with his ego hurt and beat up a little bit from thanks to Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. Hugh's not helping with that respect. Hugh needs to sit with him every step of this way the second he named him the starting quarterback. And you can't say this, oh, well, we can't turn the ball over. Hogan turned the ball over. Kessler turned the ball over. Everybody's turning the ball over. Again, this is not a... Deshaun is outplaying everybody, but Deshaun's the one that you have the investment in. Keep playing Deshaun as far as possible. Uh, head coaching replacements: uh, John Morton, Jets offensive coordinator. No one figured the Jets would win three games the entire season, let alone win three games before week six, before week eight. John Morton has done a solid job there. I think he's going to have you know some looks here, some interviews this off season. Jim Bob Cooter, Detroit offensive coordinator. He's another guy that he's he's quietly putting himself into the mix here. Uh, Detroit's offense is playing well. We'll see how they do this week coming off the bye. But, uh, you know, not a running game going on there. But the passing game seems to be pretty good. Matthew Stafford, you know, a lot of... I'm not going to compare the two. But if you want the full max out of a guy like Deshaun Kaiser, you look for him to maybe be a guy like Matthew Stafford. So, you know, Jim Bob Cooter. And look, uh, the Arizona situation, who knows what's going on with Bruce Arians. The talks came out that maybe he's moving on. You know, the franchise is moving on. Uh, he denied it. But look, Carson Palmer, broken arm. Uh, you got to think Carson's getting closer and closer to maybe finally calling it quits and taking it on home to California to be with his family. Larry Fitzgerald easily could retire, could ask to be moved on to a better situation himself. Bruce Arians would be, a, be a, definitely an interesting situation. Uh, a couple other questions that we got here. Um, If I were to choose, this is from again from uh, Browns Daily Mock Draft, my good buddy Steven Thomas. If I had to choose what is my O-line starting five Sunday, uh, I'll play Drago, but I'm going to put him at a right tackle. I'm going to kick Sean Coleman over to left tackle. Uh, Whether or not Joe Thomas comes back in 18, I need to know where I am at at least with the left tackle position. Obviously, Roderick Johnson, who the front office seems to like, wanted to give him basically a redshirt year where he's not going to play on IR. Let's see if Sean Coleman can handle it before I'm even addressing whether or not I gotta go chase down a left tackle. So I'm gonna start showing on the left side, Drago on the right. If you don't wanna do that this week, cause it's a, you know, the London week, which kinda of makes it a little bit of a shorter week, but this is the way I wanna see it. Even if it's not the London week, this is the way I wanna see it after the bye. Sean Coleman left tackle for Drago at right, and we'll go from there. Uh, next question. Uh, if you had to rank draft eligible left tackles, how would you dra- uh, rank them to this point? Michael Dickinson. I don't know necessarily want to rank them just yet. Obviously, uh, a little early in the process here. We start to get in that stuff January and things of that nature. Uh, I'll give you some guys to look out for. Mike McGlinchey from Notre Dame done a solid job. He's not played all world yet this year, uh, but he definitely got it. Look, you know, some interest there. Connor Williams from Texas. Interesting name, size, poor ladies, maybe more to a guard position. Uh, fun name here, uh, Rankin from Mississippi State, not getting a lot of pub right now. He's a guy that seems to be growing a little bit as the weeks go on. And then if you want to go into the old Brown you know, regime, Orlando Brown Jr., left tackle University of Oklahoma. Massive, massive boy, just like his dad. Obviously, the car, career got derailed by the penalty flag to the eye. You know, years and years ago before the Cleveland franchise was sold away. Uh, so, you know, those are some guys to look out for. You know, the underclassmen will, will get to know a little bit more, more as to who declares, you know, come January. But those are some names I would really have on the radar right at, at this point. Uh, Locked on Browns, your Thursday edition. This Thursday edition was brought to you by mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Guys, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Keep sending those questions. I am looking, uh, that's the best part for me. Because, like I said, guys, I want this show to be your show. And look, a little meeting tomorrow, planes to London, wheels up to London. Let's go.